This is the cover story for the Christian Science Monitor for Friday, March 31st, 2006. The headline reads, Jill Carroll, Finally Free. Adjoining the text is a photo of Jill Carroll and her twin sister, Katie, with the caption, I was dreaming that this would be the way I'd find out, that she'd call me in the middle of the night like this. She sounded great. Staff writers for the story were Dan Murphy and Scott Peterson, and the story is as follows from Cairo and Baghdad. Katie Carroll went from a deep sleep to instantly awake when she saw the Iraq country code on her caller ID. She grabbed the phone. It was 5.45 a.m., and the ringing heralded the news about her twin sister, Jill, who had been held hostage in Iraq for nearly three months. Katie, it's me, said the voice on the other end of the line. I'm free. It was Jill herself, safe after 82 days. Then she burst into tears, and I did too, says Katie. Journalist Jill Carroll was freed in Baghdad yesterday, ending a period of captivity marked by an enormous global outpouring of support and calls for her release. I'm just really grateful. The overwhelming emotion is gratitude. I'm glad this day has arrived and thank whatever forces, divine and otherwise, that helped bring about this day, says Jill. On January 7th, Monitor freelancer Carol traveled to interview Sunni Arab politician Adnan al-Dulami in Baghdad's western Adil neighborhood. He was not in his office, and after waiting some 20 minutes, Carol and her Iraqi driver and interpreter left. After traveling about 300 yards, they were attacked by gunmen. Carol was seized, and her interpreter, Alan Enyawa, was killed. Yesterday, Carol's captors simply drove her to Amariah, stopped the car, pointed her in the direction of the Iraqi Islamic Party, or IIP, office at about 12.20 p.m. local time, and then drove off. Carol, who was on assignment for the Monitor when she was kidnapped, gave a short interview to Baghdad TV, which is owned by the IIP, before being collected by American officials. She said that for most of her ordeal, she was kept in a comfortable room and was cut off from the outside world, only being allowed to watch television and read a newspaper once. I was treated well, but I don't know why I was kidnapped, Carol told the TV station about her kidnappers, who had threatened to murder her in videotaped statements made while she was captive. They never hit me. They never even threatened to hit me. Carol says she asked an IPP official to call the Monitor's Baghdad Hotel. He refused and called the Washington Post's Baghdad office. Carol is close personal friends with two of the Post's Iraqi staffers. Her next call was to twin sister Katie. She then called her parents, Jim and Mary Beth. The first thing she told me today was, I love you, says Mary Beth. She said, Every single day I was in captivity, I cried over how worried you must be and what a burden this must be for the family. In fact, the day before release, Katie Carroll had appeared on the Arab TV station Al Arabaya, where she had talked of the effect of the kidnapping on the family and pleaded for information that might lead to her sister's release. I was dreaming that this would be the way I'd find out, that she'd call me in the middle of the night like this, says Katie. She sounded great. I just want to thank everyone who's prayed and given us support through this time.
and we're obviously looking for